right hope everyone's had a good first week into the year and welcome to chapter two so today we'll be talking about red flags and i will be sharing some of my experiences so yeah let's get started so number one on my list i've got lack of communication and then following i'm just gonna read them all out dislike of your friends and family innocently pushing physical boundaries i think this applies for uh intentionally innocently and deliberately and physical emotional mental boundaries number four describing the exes as crazy number five refusing to make your relationship public which includes pda or even just acknowledging to others that you are in a relationship or seeing each other number six difference in values so this includes racism sexuality religion religions and beliefs feminism and respect in general for people humans number seven incapable of apologizing number eight rushing into a relationship or anything serious this includes when they start professing their love for you very early on or they they think the world of you so very early on which goes into number nine which is putting you on a pedestal so why is this a problem putting you on a pedestal so early on and in general it sets this expectation and puts the person's ideal um ideal image of what is perfect onto you and the moment you show that you're human you're flawed you burp you fart you've got bodily functions you know that that perfect image goes away once they discover who you are and then they love you for that um yeah they can adore you for that but putting on a pedestal is just kind of like there's an expectation now and that expectation is up here it's already up here anything else about besides this is going backwards and and anything else is less than quote-unquote perfect so in my life i haven't dated many or any guys uh at all in the time that i've been dating but there's one guy that does come to mind which is the only guy that i've dated and by dated i mean we were just seeing each other nothing exclusive or girlfriend boyfriend just in the process of getting to know each other so same thing i will not be dropping any names uh, for those who know me personally you probably have heard this story or heard me drop the name before but on this platform we're not going to drop names so this guy i met on the app plenty of fish we talked for a week on the app uh, it was a nice conversation so we were quite reserved polite he he had good chat um he wasn't skeezy or sleazy which was normally what i was used to so it was in a way refreshing for me and it seemed promising you know like it's a guy i'm attracted to similar hobbies he was getting into powerlifting and i was kind of in powerlifting on my way out and we had something in common so we had good chat over that and eventually he asked me out for a date the week after we went on the date and it was a very low-key date we just went to eat at a low-key restaurant and following that we went to bon bondi so bondi is not a pattern i have with all my dates actually no i lie i've been to bondi with most of my dates not intentionally so we went to bondi and we walked up and down the beach and just continued our chat there and it was a nice date uh nothing 
groundbreaking again um no clues wasn't sure if this was gonna go anywhere but it had been a long time since i've been on a date a nice date sorry so it was, it was just nice um that night i went home and he we kept on chatting and eventually we just ended up planning the next day which was the next day so the plan was to walk his dog that day we went along another beach i'm not gonna start dropping suburbs because it gets too sus that way so we walked along the beach with his dog i uh, went to a market which ended up not being on which then had us circle back to where the walk first started so you think the date would end there no he asked oh hey like your phone's broken because my haptic on my iphone was very rickety so it was just making this horrible sound every time it vibrated he said let's go to see and see my tech friend and he can fix it we'll have a look at it I'm like oh you sure He's like yeah let's go I'm like okay sweet let's go so we went back to his house I stayed in the car because I'm not because he lived with his mum so I wasn't going to go inside and meet the parents yet and he dropped off the dog and put the dog in the house and that's when his mum was uh, carrying on and yelling at him from the door and I was sitting in the back seat because it was a very anxious dog so the dog was sitting in the front seat and eventually the mum is yelling at him and realises who's in the car and I guess that's that's when I met his mum so she came out to the car said hello to me and that was the first time I've ever met a parent it wasn't as intimidating as I thought it'd be. She was actually quite lovely. Um, we said our goodbyes and moved on. So carrying on with the day, we then went up to the city, saw the tech friend. He had a look at my phone and it was a very temporary fix. And I was just like, oh, that's okay. Like it's a free job. I can't complain. It was pretty good. Uh, and because we're in the city, we thought, oh, let's just make the most of it and walk around the city, go shopping, uh, and then we eventually had dinner in the city. So had dinner, strolled around the city, and by the time we finished that date and got home, had spent a good over 12 hours together that day, which is a pretty long second date. And by the second date, like there was a few butterflies, you know, attractions were high, flirting a bit, kissing, making out in the car. You would say things were going well throughout the next week it didn't take long until we saw each other again we went to the gym together during the week uh, kept in contact via texting and calls and then for that following weekend he had invited me to come to a bodybuilding competition with him um oh, i forgot to mention this one was not a boxer but he was a trained personal trainer, worked at a old school bodybuilding gym and had competed in bodybuilding himself in the years prior to when I met him. So leading up to the weekend that I sle uh, slept over, uh, picked him up on the Friday afternoon evening and ambushes me when I'm in the car and says, we're having dinner with mum. So that was, I guess, the plan for the night then so we went to pick up burgers and went back to his mum's house where he was living and had dinner with the mum I actually love the mum she was great um she had no filter but 
in the best way possible talking to her was really easy she was really hospitable 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 i can't say that forget that word she was very warm and welcoming and um yeah i had a great time spending with her but obviously couldn't spend the whole night with her eventually me and the guy retreated to our room because the next day we we're driving down the south coast for the competition so we had to have an early night's sleep once we got into his room um you know you just get ready for bed lie in bed you're rolling around and fooling around and being cute and gross as you do in the beginning and he voices to me that he doesn't want to have sex because he felt a bit awkward sleeping or having sex under his mum's roof with his mum under the same roof which I said look that's fair enough I would rather not make you feel awkward or force you into anything you're not cool with because there's no point in doing that because no one would enjoy that despite him voicing that he wasn't comfortable with sex he he also did this really weird thing actually I don't know if it's weird I just don't know if anyone else does it or as many people do it he would deliberately get hard and mount me and then just start grinding up against me but just causing a lot of sexual tension and friction but not doing anything just up on top clothes on and rubbing a lot which just really really wound me up and at the time it was like winding me up in the right way but at the same time just withholding from me in the worst way possible so fast forward to the next day we get up and then head down to where the competition's at down the south coast near Bulai is it Bulai Bully Bulai and he springs it on me again and says in the car oh we're gonna meet all my colleagues and all my friends because they're at the competition too because he works at a gym and all his friends are his workers so I was just kind of like cool thank you for telling me that now uh we get to the competition I meet all of his close friends and same thing they're all really welcoming they say nothing but nice things to me about what he said to them and yeah so we get on with the competition watch the competition I have absolutely no idea what's going on this is my first bodybuilding competition that I've ever witnessed or been a part of and um yeah it was interesting it was um not the same energy as a powerlifting competition but can appreciate it for what it is for the rest of the weekend we went back to his, ha his house and slept over for another night and same thing there was a moment where there was no one in the house except for us because we got back sometime in the late afternoon on the Saturday or Sunday I'm not too sure about the day but got back and same thing happened again where we'd start by making out and he'd get a bit too carried away get hard get on top start just dry humping pretty much was what was <laughs> felt like this is what dating should have been like in high school which I missed out on and I just thought this is a bit bonkers like just dude what the fuck are you doing just if you're gonna do it do it otherwise what the hell is this and of course once we get really heated someone comes home the door you can hear the door going and we just stop so later that afternoon evening he drives me home 
and you know made out in the car for like about two two three hours or something like that um yeah cool got home in the car I just thought hey uh I've got Wednesday off how about you come over on Tuesday night if you want we can go to the gym and then you can stay over on Tuesday night and stay at mine and he said yeah that's that'd be nice I'm like, okay cool sounds good I'm excited you know not under his mum's roof wink wink so Tuesday comes and after work I'm I'm very excited you know like I'm just seeing this guy I'm quite smitten we've there's clearly attraction and he's so far introducing to his mum his workers slash friends and he speaks quite highly of me to them he spent the whole weekend telling me how pretty I am and how lucky he is that he's met me and I don't need makeup and blah 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 you know all the things that girls would love to hear but don't need to hear because I'm beautiful and I don't need no man to fucking validate that for me so during the day he tells me that he's running a bit behind with work and he won't be able to make the gym session after work so I thought oh that's okay so what I thought was I'll just skip gym that day go straight home rest up and then just wait and then have dinner with him and spend time with him pretty much so I get a text around six o'clock and I'm still waiting in bed and I was just kind of like oh he's still running behind he's like yeah I'm running behind I'll don't don't worry about dinner just have dinner without me I'll meet you afterwards I'm like okay cool um but you know I'm okay like I'm not working tomorrow so I don't have any deadline or any time I have to sleep by I'll wait I end up sitting in my room because at the time I was sharing with a housemate and I just couldn't stand him so I was just hiding in my room (laughs) and just waiting sitting in my bed quite sad and it gets too close to about eight o'clock and he's like sorry I'm I'm like just about finished up um I'll let you know when I'm done I'm like yep no worries I'm still waiting take your time I was getting a bit tired by that point because I was just sitting in my room doing nothing because I was just waiting so patiently and happily for a good like four hours and I got tired and around 8 45 or 9 o'clock he he gets in his car well he's in his car and he calls me and he starts telling me oh well I just finished um it's quite late so I'm guessing you don't want me to come over I said no like I still want you to come over I still want to spend time with you and he said, I don't think I can come over today. And I said, well, okay. And he asked me, are you disappointed? And I said, of course I'm disappointed. I was waiting this whole time for you. Um, what, like, what's wrong? Why can't you come over? And out of nowhere, he pulls out of his ass. Oh, um, I just feel like if I come over and we have sex, then... We're moving too fast. What? What? So at that point after this or during this conversation, my head is through a huge scramble because I have just gone through a weekend meeting this guy's friends, family, everything in his life pretty much. And then sex is moving too fast. When at that point I've had his dick print through his pants on me and parts of it in my mouth 
So, what? But over the phone, the guy is expressing his concerns and feelings to me. So I listen and take it on board. And I said to him, look, if you need time to see what's going on, if this is too fast, like I respect that. I'm a bit confused, but I respect it. And I guess because for me in work, I was heading up into the Mother's Day period, which is quite busy for us. I said, look, how about I'm going to be busy this week. We just take some time, chill out. And then after Mother's Day at work on the Sunday, we can just meet up and have a chat and see where your head's at. Because I know where my head's at, but at the same time, my head's a bit in shambles right now. So then he goes on to explain to me that he wasn't sure if he saw me as anything more than just a friend or he probably wanted me in his life but as just a friend and it was fair enough if he felt like you know I was just friend material but I I voiced to him I did like him I I was developing like feelings towards him and at that point I was not in a position where I was happy to just be his friend. It was an ultimatum, but it wasn't like, you, this is your only choice. Like I said to him, you don't have to be with me, but just so we're clear, I am not happy to be your friend and watch you date someone else. That's not going to make me happy. And our friendship dynamic will not work if that is going to, you know, what you want to be the case, which he said, okay, we'll come back on Sunday and talk about it. The whole Mother's Day week that I worked, I was in a huge mess and my head was over the place. It, my head went through phases of panic and then phases of sadness and then phases of being feeling rejected because in my head I had been rejected already. And it, it was a very uh, emotional and up and down week, half a week for me. So after Mother's Day... I reached out to him and said, are you free tonight, Sunday, for a chat? And he said, yeah, sure. Just, yeah, sure, cool, very casually. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, we'll just, you know, continue that chat from Tuesday. He's like, okay, cool, not a worry. So he picks me up that night and we go out to the city and have dinner in uh, Capitol Square. And... He just sits there, doesn't say anything. And I said, well, so what's on your mind? Like, how do you feel about all of this now? He's just kind of like, feel about what? I'm like, well, the chat and where we left it on Tuesday. He's just like, oh, yeah, like, if you want to date, we can date. Like, we can just see each other and see where it goes. And I'm like, okay, well what was the whole thing with me being your friend? He said, oh yeah, well I voiced to you how I felt and I guess I don't want to lose you so I'll give this a go. And I was like, okay, if that's all it took, why couldn't you say it damn earlier? And okay, so he just kind of was very blasé about it, brushed off his shoulder like it was nothing. In the meantime, I was in my own head freaking out for the majority of that week thinking I've been rejected this is it it's done the one the first person I've dated and been attracted to and liked and it's it's done that was (laughs) 
that was a week-long honeymoon already done and um so yeah he was okay and I guess we were on again we were dating again or we're seeing each other again the following weeks uh the dynamic of the dating changed a lot so as we spent more time together he started to get more comfortable and he'd opened up to me about his job situation how he was feeling a bit stagnant with where he was in just being a PT because he had been doing it for a while uh, by that point and working for a smaller company he I don't think he felt like he was growing uh, he loved his friends and everything but it was just not a place where he could I guess earn money and also feel like he was growing in general so he opened to me up about that and he eventually started opening up to me about his insecurities and for a lot of bodybuilders most or I, I would say most have some sort of body dysmorphia which he 100% had because there was a period where he he started having arguments with me and bringing up things like I saw the way you looked at me and I was like what do you mean he's like I saw the way you looked at me when I took off my shirt and I was like in my head I was thinking I love the way he looks with his shirt off so I thought what do you mean like how, well, how did I look at you and he said I saw you like you think I'm fat and I just looked at him and I was just like buddy I'm like 20 kilos heavier than you you think I think you're fat and he yeah he so he opened up to me about his body insecurities because he used to be five percent body fat and now he's 14 percent body fat god forbid that he has any body fat in him over 10 percent so I listened to his his insecurities and his problems and I took it on board and I was aware and I tried my best to be accommodating you know if he wasn't comfortable walking around with his shirt off or if he wasn't comfortable changing in the same room because we're stuck in the same room uh he would ask me to close my eyes or turn around and I would do so I'd put the blanket over my head and make sure that he knows that I'm not looking or I'd literally turn my face around into the wall so he could take off his shirt and change his shirt without feeling like I was watching it was something that I did because I I listened and I cared that he was feeling uh, sorry insecure about it other little things and uh, major red red flags which I didn't see at the time started popping up as well so with the whole insecurity thing that wasn't a red flag yet that was just him telling me his insecurities but the things that followed afterwards so he reached the point where he suddenly had confidence again so he just suddenly just started walking around without his shirt on just strutting around and then he had the audacity to turn around to me and say well you know you gotta put a bit more effort into the way you dress and look you know and I thought excuse me like I've I've been dressing like this since we met so I don't know what's changed and he said well you'd look a lot better if you dressed up a bit more you know wore something like this and this and this and I was like trying not to take it as a negative thing so I took it on board I was like okay like noted this is what you like if I dress up you know 
just try to dress up. I was dressing like a bit of a slob at the time, but I thought he liked that because I was dressing like a slob on the day as well. And he even went on to say, well, what you wore on our first date, I did look at you and think, what the fuck is this girl wearing? Like, why would she wear that? (laughs) Which I was a bit insulted when he said that, but not enough for me to be deterred from him because I just thought, who the fuck says that? Seriously, like, that's a bit rude. Apart from the looks thing, he mentioned that he didn't talk to any of his exes. So he had three or four exes, none of them long-term relationships, just I think the longest one was six months or one year. But he said that he was no longer in contact with any of his exes because, you know, things ended badly or he just prefers it that once the relationship is over, it is over. You don't have any contact with them. And I said, look, that's fine. I don't expect every breakup to be civil or like a fairy tale ending or pleasant because it is a breakup at the end of the day. But because I don't, I'm not in a position to say I have, have any ex-boyfriends or have dated someone for more than a day in the past, he asked me to not talk to any of my male friends. And I asked him, well, no, I'm going to talk to my male friends because I have a few of them. And he brought up, well, if we get married, are you going to invite them to our wedding? And I said, of course I am. Why wouldn't I? They're my friends. So this should have been another red flag for me. Uh, So what did I do instead? I went to my male friend and said, guess what he said? (laughs) Can you believe this guy? Guess what he said? What a freaking joke. Um, And, you know, I just tried to take it lightly, take it as a joke, but thinking that he would eventually get over it and, or sorry, or he thought that eventually hey, my friends aren't there to like try to get with me. They are genuinely just my platonic male friends because it is possible to have male friends that aren't going to get into your pants and vice versa. Um, There was also a disagreement with him and one of my friends because she had known some of his mutual friends on Facebook and in asking one of her friends about him, I made some small talk to him and said, hey, look, one of my friends saw that you're friends with this person. And, you know, she just like asked that person about you because she's close to that person. And he, he strangely went really defensive and would ask, well, why does she do that? Like she's trying to start trouble. And I said, no, 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 it's just, just what girls do. You know, we just chat and then like ask each other stuff. Like it's just, just girls and how we communicate. And he, he actually erupted and said, no, she's trying to start trouble. She's trying to shit talk me. I don't like her. She's a bitch. And I said, no, like she's one of my close friends. She's not a bitch. Um, and that was one thing that happened. That was the first thing that happened that made me kind of go, oh shit, like this is not good. Like, but in my head, I was also thinking, this can be salvaged, like, we can save this, they can be friends, it's a misunderstanding, if they come together, have a chat, it will get solved, so I just left it under the rug and didn't provoke it any longer. Other things that he had issues with were 
before we met I was sexually active because I'm a sexual person and every time my phone would buzz or ring he would make a joke and say is that Mr. Mr. Tuesday or is that Mr. Wednesday you know is that like your old fuck buddy and I said well no like any of them who messaged me while I was seeing him I've already voiced them I'm seeing someone please don't contact me like it's don't don't bother like just don't contact me and he would joke around about that and he wouldn't take me seriously I think he also thought that I was a slut uh and sex shaming me and every time like I told him like do you have a problem every time my phone rings or every time someone messages me or the fact that I was sexually active before we met and he said no 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 like that's fine and I said well you bring it up quite often like actually a lot so if you're bringing it up often it must be on your mind so you must have a problem with it and we had a few arguments discussions about this and he was trying to reassure me that he didn't have a problem with it but I asked him please stop bringing it up because I feel like you have a problem with it because you keep bringing it up and if I'm dating just you it doesn't need to be brought up because it's irrelevant to what is happening right now um so he said okay but weeks later days later he would do it again where he brings it up and if I ask him to stop he would he would be the one getting angry with me because suddenly I'm the one taking it to to personally that he's joking around about it and it would just go in this really really vicious circle where I started to reach a point of insanity where I thought I thought I was going crazy nothing I said was going through and he was gaslighting me at the end of the day now I see that he was gaslighting me like everything I said was wrong anything I did was wrong and if I did the right thing I was wrong and if I did the wrong thing it was wrong wrong (laughs) and on top of all of this because he decided to go on his weird distant break thing he also started to hide me from people so he no longer allowed me to come to his gym and meet him there I would have to wait outside or if we were to go back to his house to walk his dog I couldn't go inside his house anymore he would park his car in front of the house or a block away and he would go inside the house get the dog if he was stuck with family members he'd be in there chatting to them for like 20 minutes half an hour which means I was sitting in the car for 20 minutes half an hour there was a small part of me that thought this is not right why am I sitting in the car so when we were in the car again together after walking the dog I asked him are you ashamed of me and he got really defensive again and said no 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 why why would you say that and I I was very honest and I said well why am I sitting in the car waiting like why can't I go inside what's the problem and he said well because you're a girl I'm seeing I don't want any of the family to have this expectation that I have to get married which at the time seemed ridiculous because why would that ID even pop up considering we had only known each other for about a month at that point and I just thought you know he's he's talking smack um this pressure to getting married is all in his head but at the same time now that I think back it's it was probably just an excuse for him to continue to hide me 
So about a month and a half of all of this, this has only been a month and a half and all of this has happened. Um, cutting to the end, how did all of these red flags soon erupt inside of me and then for it to end? Uh, coming up to my birthday week, um, by the way, this is when I was still at the toxic job. Coming up to my birthday week, I, I said to him, hey, look, it's my birthday this date. I want to celebrate and I am booking dinner for us at the grounds. I booked my own birthday dinner. And he said, well, no, I don't want to go. And I said, well, why not? He said, well, because I don't want to be there because it's fancy. And I said, well, it's not fancy. It's the grounds of Alexandria. There's a fucking pig there. Like, I don't know how fancy that is. And he was just pretty much like, I'm not going. It's too fancy. But me being stubborn, I said, no, you're going. I've booked it. It's booked. You're sleeping over in the weekend anyway. So bring some nice clothes or just some nice casual clothes for the Sunday. He comes over on the Friday, stays the Saturday. And then come Sunday, he, I said to him, all right, get ready. Like we're going to eat dinner. So he tells me, I don't have any clothes. And I said, well, that's your problem. I told you half a week in advance to bring clothes. So <laughs> begrudgingly, he gets dressed. I put in a bit more effort purely because not that I need to dress for my partner, but because it was noted that he appreciated me dressing a certain way or putting effort in a certain way I thought you know like it's my day I'll do it because I want to make myself like feel good look good as well as make him happy because I just I like pleasing people apparently and that's my own issues that I have to deal with so dressed up just wore like a dress didn't buy anything fancy just had a dress I already had, wore heeled boots and stockings and went to the grounds of Alexandria. We get to the restaurant, we sit down and the waitress comes over and hands us menus and says, did you guys want to order drinks? And I said, oh, just give me a minute to have a look. So I had a look and I said, okay, yep, I know what drink you I want. What drink do you want? And he goes, whatever. At this point, he was sitting there with his arms crossed, didn't even touch the menu, didn't even look at the menu. And the waitress comes over and goes, yeah, what drinks can I get you guys? And I said, well, I'll get this drink. And then I looked at him and I said, what drink are you getting? He goes, oh yeah, same. So I said, okay, guess we're getting two of them. So we got the drinks and looked at the, or I looked at the dinner menu and uh, I asked him, what are you going to eat? He goes, oh, whatever. He said, we're going to look at the menu. And he's like, no. I'm like, okay, fine. So this is my birthday dinner. I'm sitting there with a cranky man crossing his arms with his arms on the menu. And the waitress comes over and goes, are you guys ready for dinner? Like to order dinner. So I said, yep, I'll have this. And she's, she asked, and for you, to him. And he just goes, oh yeah, same. I'm like, okay. She asked, any entrees, any desserts, any appetizers? And I was just like, no, that's okay. Like, I knew this was going to be a really quick dinner. So she takes the menus away. Drinks come out, food comes out, and we eat in silence. In the meantime, I'm sitting there looking around. I remember, like, they had that, what's that big parrot called? 
the macaw is the macaw had that big parrot in the background just kind of like squawking away there was a couple in front of us having a cute date there was another couple next to us with the kid having their nice dinner there was fairy lights it was dark there's plants around it was nice um it was just us sitting there in the corner really awkwardly in silence because he was just shitty at me because I had forced him to go to the grounds we eat dinner and pay well he pays the least he did he paid and then we left by the time we got home I looked at the clock in the car and we had from the time we left mine and got back to mine it had only been an hour so in an hour we traveled to Alexandria about like five k's away parked got dinner had dinner eaten dinner and then got back home and that was just about an hour and I was furious I got home I was furious and when I'm really angry I am very quiet because I need time to process before I open my gob because I know I will say something really bad and he comes in and he goes well do you want to go to bed and I said no he goes well what are you gonna do I said, I'm gonna watch tv and he goes okay I'll watch tv with you I'm like whatever so I watched Black Mirror at the time because that was a big thing and I enjoyed watching that on repeat and he just watched tv with me for about two hours in silence because I was just mad and he eventually said what's wrong with you like do you want to talk about it why are you angry so then I we went back into my room and I lost it and I said I'm angry because you couldn't enjoy my like birthday dinner like all I wanted was a nice dinner and you couldn't enjoy it and in my head I just naively had this idea that we're going to have a cute dinner it was my first birthday with a guy and I was going to have a cute dinner that I've never had before and it didn't happen so I was gravely disappointed and it was an expectation I had put on myself and I was just very disappointed and he he was kind of apologetic but at the same time he was still a bit stubborn he didn't say sorry he was just felt bad and then he did voice again that he didn't want to go to the dinner and that he didn't feel comfortable at the grounds of Alexandria because it was he considered a fancy place and he didn't like going out and dressing up and doing that stuff and going to dinners and taking photos like I do and I that's when I snapped I remember there was a, a blind point where I snapped and I said you don't want to dress up you harped on for months or months or weeks and said that I need to dress up more that you wanted me to dress up more I dress up one night and you're not into this <laughs> oh it drives me crazy still <laughs> it's like, oh, okay so after the dinner the day after my friends took me out for a birthday on my birthday dinner and um, had a good dinner spent time with them the following week at work was actually one of the most stressful weeks of my life where 
this toxic workplace was trying to fire me, which is this whole story on its own. They were throwing um, accusations at me, throwing warnings at me over the most silliest things, but not formally informing they were warnings and just bring them up as discussions, like casual discussions, but then label them as warnings afterwards and say, well, here's strike three, one more and you're out. And that was, yeah, my job situation at the time. And I was in a situation where I had to leave my workplace or stay and be on a, like be the witch on the witch hunt. Uh, And eventually I left and that was done. So I had spent eight and a half years, spent all my time towards this company, given all my (laughs) energy towards this company and it was done. It was over. So there was a part of me that felt really sad and upset over this on top of my disappointing birthday dinner. And it was just a very, a big low week for me. And coming up to the Friday, the next week, sorry, the Thursday of the next week, I had a job interview in Double Bay. And afterwards, I met up with my friends for a dinner. I asked him if he wanted to come along. He had that point, had always refused to meet up with my friends. But I asked just because I thought, I'm going to try and include it. I'm not going to stop. Of course, he said no. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, you stay home then. Uh, Had dinner with the friends, got home. Next day, I was going to see him anyway. Um, And when we met up on the Friday, we were in Woolworths. And then he just said to me, well, I had a wank this morning. And at that point, he knew, because with how much we had sex, it was always me initiating it me always asking and him always withholding he would do that thing where he got on top hard grind but then just stop and then be like no no that's enough so two months into dating this guy with the amount of times he purposely strung me along like this i was sexually frustrated emotionally frustrated mentally frustrated and I was at my limit with him and I snapped I was at Woolies and Metro and I snapped and I yelled at him and I said you had a wank you knew you were coming over today and you couldn't wait because if he had a wank that means that he couldn't have sex that day so I completely lost my shit at Woolworths and you start yelling at him because he had a wank and as crazy as it makes me look He drove me to this point where I felt insane. And this is the definition of gaslighting, ladies and gentlemen. But after all of this, his reply to it was, well, if you spent last night with me and didn't go out with your friends, you probably would have gotten some. You heard right. So at that point, I was completely fed up with him. I was getting towards my last straw with him. That weekend that followed, I had slept in the morning and by slept in, I mean, I was sleeping until 7.30 a.m. And he would try to poke me, wake me up, get me out of bed early because he just wakes up early. And because I didn't get up, 
the only way that he could get a reaction was to spank the back of my leg to get a reaction and it got to the like first it was funny laughing stop it haha it got to the point where I said stop it you're actually hurting me he kept on spanking the back of my leg and it was probably two three times where I actually yelled at him I told him to stop because he was hurting me it was not funny anymore it was not cute anymore he was hitting me and it hurt and he didn't stop he just kept on doing it and he just said well if you don't get out of bed I'm going to keep on doing it so I got the shits and then got up and went to the bathroom and got ready because I was just so angry that he didn't listen to me that day I spent really angry and I was just bottling it all up again just you ready for another explosion the next day on the Sunday same thing happened again where I was like sleeping in until eight o'clock and he was trying to get me up again so he would start by spanking me again and I was a bit short at this time where I told him to stop he didn't stop so then I got up went to the bathroom shut the bathroom and locked the door and then had a nap in the bathroom on the floor I came back out and uh, I don't know how long I was in there sleeping for but I came back out and he asked me well do you want to go back to bed and I said well no I've already had a nap and he said well I thought so and he just packed his bag and then left and I was like well bye I didn't care at that point he had hurt me he had disrespected me and I just didn't care anymore so he left the next day because I was unemployed <laughs> I went out to the national park with my friends, spent the day just elsewhere, breathing in fresh air, doing things that were fun. And during the day, we had messaged with each other and said, we need to have a chat. So I said, well, tonight when I go home, we'll have a chat. But I'm at the national park right now. That evening, we had a chat and it resulted in an argument where I expressed to him that he had hurt me physically and by not listening to me I was very hurt by the fact that he would go against what I say and just keep on spanking me or hitting me like that and he said well I didn't hit you that's that's quite a harsh word to say and I said well no you you did and you didn't listen when I told you to stop his words that followed then were I felt like because you didn't listen to me that I had to smack some sense into you. That was it. That was enough. I I didn't want anything to do with him. So at that point I said, look, we're in bad spaces of our lives right now. How about we take some time apart? And that's when he threw his hands up and said, see, I knew it. You were giving up on us. And there was an argument that went back where he said you were giving up. And I said, no, I didn't say that. Don't put words in my mouth. And he would talk over the top of me and said, nah, you gave up. This is your fault. You did this. You ruined us. And I would repeat, I didn't say that. You're putting words in my mouth. You're not listening to me. And he would be like, don't try to deny it. You're, you did this. This is all you. And it ended with me yelling at him saying, call me a liar. I don't care. Bye. Hang up. So that was my experience with 
a giant red flag and a gaslighter. Thank you for listening. Bye.